Lions confident they got the guys they needed this weekend in the draft. Let's recap it on a Monday. Locked on Lions. You are locked on Lions. Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, everybody, what's happening? It is a Monday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, Monday, May 1st, and a Tuesday, May 2nd. Yes, we are into May. Save your Justin Timberlake jokes. Here we are talking Detroit Lions football and recapping what was a very eventful draft the last uh, three days uh, leading up to certainly today. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for checking us out, making us your first listen each and every day. We are your team every single day as well. Thanks to the everydayers that check us out as well. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And as always, thanks for watching us for free and subscribing on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up today, let's recap all the picks. I'll give you my thoughts on the entire draft. You heard the show Thursday after day one, Friday after day two, but let's go through all the picks. I really like what the Lions had to do toward the end of the draft. And I got three UDFAs as well, undrafted free agents, rookies, that I like that the Lions have uh, coming in. Also, a uh, a video that the Lions posted, and a, a visual in the video that I thought was kind of interesting and funny. We'll do that coming up today uh, as well. Uh, our buddy Brad Spielberger from PFF is going to join us tomorrow. We're tracking down Jim Nagy for later in the week as well. So a busy week certainly here on Locked on Lions. Um one thing I will say about the draft, whether you like the players, don't like the players, whatever, is that the one thing that was consistent that I saw from this franchise, from the organization, and all the videos that they posted, and all the press conferences that they had when players came in, is that there is a togetherness, there is a bond, there is a on-the-same-page feel down in Allen Park. There just is, when it comes to the football people, all right? Um, nothing's phony, you know, Brad Holmes smashing the table. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you hit the old bit siren with that, but everybody seems to be working together. I heard from somebody in the building today that, uh, uh, um, uh, the, the guy, Brandon Sosna that the lions brought in from USC a couple of years ago, like had a real big impact on the draft and on the undrafted rookie free agents. And is somebody within the organization that they love and that people around the league respect. Like, you didn't hear that in the past. Like, the Lions have built a really good foundation of folks within the system. And people like Chris Spielman and Sazna and 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 uh, uh, keeping Lance Newmark around and Ray Agnew. There's a depth to the organization that is solid. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that me, Matt Derry, is grading this draft an A. I think I'm giving it kind of a B, B plus. I think they did a good job. And plenty of people are prognosticating otherwise and saying, oh, they reached at 12, they reached at 18, didn't like their draft. There's people hating on what Brad Holmes did. But I get what he is saying. Jameer Gibbs was taken at 12, and whether you think it's a reach or not, he is going to have a high and a big impact on this offense. Jack Campbell at 18, some saying, you could have gotten him at 45. Maybe, possibly. But you knew Buffalo was lurking, needing a linebacker um, after some of the attrition that they've had at that position in free agency. 
And the Lions say he is going to come in right now. And as you saw on the video, go to DetroitLions.com or whatever on their Twitter and their Facebook. When Campbell's on the phone with, uh, I'm sorry, when Holmes is on the phone with Jack Campbell, Brad's telling him, you're going to be the anchor of our defense. You're going to be in the middle of our of things. You're going to have an important role. All right. Brad Holmes traded DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift saw the writing on the wall and said, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, get me out of here. I want out. Demanded a trade Thursday night. And you know what Brad Holmes did? Brad Holmes did say, no, 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 no. We're going to keep you around. We're going to find a role for you. We're going to, we love you, DeAndre. There's plenty of GMs that won't do what Brad Holmes did. Brad Holmes said, fine. You want out? Goodbye. Shipped him off to Philly. Got an extra fourth round pick in a couple of years. And DeAndre Swift is no longer around. Like, we know in Detroit that DeAndre Swift never lived up to the hype. He didn't. He had some really good games. But if you watched Hard Knocks last year, you you realized the organization felt like they weren't getting everything out of him. There were games. We watched the highlights, and I got to go back and remember, there was that one throwback screen. Swift was, was out wide. They rolled out Goff. He threw it back to Swift. They had the screen set. And if he just stays down the sidelines, he's got 40 yards. And he cut it back inside for like an eight-yard gain. And he goes to the sidelines and Deuce Staley's like, what are you seeing? There were games we, we, we watched DeAndre Swift and went, where's he going? Pitch it to Swift right. Got a convoy. He turns it back for four yards when he could have had 24. Now, there were other games. DeAndre Swift was special. Philadelphia is a nice fit for him. But he's on the last year of his deal and didn't want to be here. Saw the writing on the wall. You got David Montgomery coming in. You got Jameer Gibbs here. You know, taking 12th. DeAndre Swift said, get me out of here. And Brad Holmes, to his credit, said, why would we want a player that doesn't want to be here to be here and traded him the next day? I like that. Brad Holmes is not messing around. So I thought that was I thought that was good. My overall thoughts on the draft, like I said, I mean, I look at the players and I see some talented players that the Lions brought in. There's no question about it. Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell, Sam Laporta, Brian Branch, Hendon Hooker, Broderick Martin, Colby Sorsdell, and Antoine Green can play. I love the Antoine Green pick in the seventh round. Some of you are going to go seventh round wide receiver. So what? The guy's got speed. He runs by people. And he's got size. His issue was he had the drops a few years ago. And he was inconsistent. But I liked that pick. The Lions needed to add another wide receiver with Jamison Williams on the shelf for gambling. Quintez Cephas shift out of town. The Laporta pick and the Gibbs pick, I'm still iffy on. That's why I don't give this team an A for this draft. I still think while Jameer Gibbs has a lot of potential, a ton of talent, a ton of speed, I, I just, I look at that, I look at the first two picks at 12, I look at the first three picks at 12, 18, and 34, and I don't see alignment. I don't see somebody up front that's a stud. And that bothers me a little bit. I'm not telling you that I think Miles Murphy is the greatest or Osiris Torrance would have been the answer or Steve Avila. I, I, I get the maneuvering Brad Holmes is doing. And I get that he feels like Vitae, Graham Glasgow, those guys will be fine there. But I liked what he did the first two years in adding pieces up front. 
and he didn't take a lineman until the third round, Broderick Martin, and in my opinion, I would have loved at 96 in the third round if they would have taken uh, Siaki Ika from Baylor. I thought that kid was better than Martin. Martin's huge, but a bit more of a project. But Brian Branch at number 45 in the second round, the safety from Alabama, is an absolute steal. It's a steal. That was a great move by Brad Holmes to move up from 48 to 45 with the Packers and go get Brian Branch. That kid is going to be a really good football player for many years. And I've always said the Lions don't have that speed guy, ball hawk safety, been complaining for years about some of these guys. Not being good enough on the back end. Brian Branch is really good. Sam Laporta, you know, you can make the argument for Michael Mayer or Darnell Washington. The thing I didn't like about Laporta was I watched every second of Iowa, Michigan and Iowa, Ohio State, and I wasn't wowed by him. I've seen the same highlight of him bowling over the one Illinois defender in that one game and running for 30 yards. Sam Laporta had one touchdown last year. One. Now, is the Iowa offense bad? Yes. Did Iowa have a bad quarterback? Yes. So that plays into it. But I just wasn't wowed by him. I hope I'm wrong. Hendon Hooker, we talked about it the other day. I absolutely loved that pick. I loved it. I think that kid fits the profile here. He's going to sit and learn for a year, going to take his time, going to get well from the ACL, going to learn under Jared Goff, and I think that's valuable. That pick I really liked. Uh, more on what the Lions did coming up next. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, and you got to try a Built Bar. I'm right now, I'm eating right now in the middle of the show. Well, not eating during the show, but I got one of these uh, Snickerdoodle Built Puffs going. I've taken a few bites. I love this thing. I love Built Bars. Great for you. Not a lot of calories, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. They taste good, and it's a great snack for you. It's a great breakfast for you if you don't want to up the calories and go crazy and eat a candy bar. All right? They come in great flavors. And they're also covered in 100% real chocolate. That is right. Real chocolate. It's phenomenal. Don't need to wait around to get a box from a Built.com. You can. You can go to Walmart today and get a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or you can go to a Sam's Club, run in there and, get, and grab a 13-bar box with the brownie batter and churro bars. They're awesome. You can thank me later. Or go to Built.com, put in the uh, promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your first order at built.com. Thanks to our friends at Questionable Tees. Scotty, we love Scotty. T-E-E-Z.com. We're in the uh, Dan Campbell's um, kneecap noodle soup shirt today. For those of you watching on the YouTube uh, channel. So uh, thanks to Scotty and the folks at Questionable Tees. Thanks to all of you for watching, participating this weekend, sending me tweets, the Facebook messages, everything else. Lion fans are the best. You guys really are. And uh, I've seen all those videos of all the people at the draft party or even the, the one guy in Kansas City that was at the draft that was videoing when they took Gibbs. And he says, whoop, the bleep. Um, <laughs> those were all interesting, but... Uh, Lion fans are into it, man. Season ticket sales, from what I hear, are insane right now, and people are excited. So it's uh, it's great to uh, great to see as we talk Lions football each and every day right here on Locked On Lions. I want to get to uh, the UDFA's in a second. Uh, like I said, all the pa- you know 
I love getting an, a, a big tackle in the fifth round, Colby uh, Sorsdell from William & Mary. Anytime you draft linemen, I like that. I told you I like Antoine Green uh, a lot as the seventh-round wide receiver. Um, Dane Brugler from TheAthletic.com did his draft rankings on who, which teams he thought uh, came away with the best hauls. Team-by-team rankings, best and worst draft classes. He had Philadelphia number one with all the Georgia Bulldogs they took. And they got Jalen Carter. Indianapolis number two with Anthony Richardson, Juju Brents, Josh Downs, um, Adebore from Northwestern. They got him in the fourth round. He had the Colts going number two in, the, in his list. Uh, Houston, third best draft. Seattle, four. Bears, five. I told you I like what the Bears do. Three of the first four picks from the Bears were defensive tackles. And they got another one late. And I love Stevenson, the corner they got from Miami in the second round. He's a good player. Uh, six was the Packers with Van Ness and Musgrave. And, of course, uh, Jaden uh, Jaden Reed and Tucker Craft, the tight end. Sh- taking Sean Clifford in the fifth round was maybe the worst pick of the draft. Like, Green Bay cracks the top six for Dane Brugler's rankings. Sean Clifford is not an NFL quarterback. Sean Clifford in the fifth round, the quarterback from Penn State, my apologies to Brian Chapman, but that that is maybe the worst pick I've ever seen. He shouldn't even been drafted. Uh, Pittsburgh, number seven. Bills at number eight, getting Kincaid and Torrance. Um, and then number nine, the Lions. With Gibbs, Campbell, Laporta Branch, Hooker, Martin, Sorsdale, and Green cracking the top ten. Browns came in at number ten. Uh, worst drafts, according to a Dane Brugler, at theathletic.com, um, Jets 29, Dolphins 30, Minnesota 31, didn't like the picks, and 49ers at 32. Of course, they took a Money Moody, Jake Moody at uh, in the third round, <laughs> and Ronnie Bell in the seventh round. There you go. Niners came in uh, last, but again, the Niners didn't have a first or a second. But Dane Brugler did not like what they did there in taking a Jake Moody. How about the Patriots getting a kicker and a punter? Only Bill Belichick uh, would do that. But Lions came in number nine. Uh, And I respect Dane Brugler a lot um, for his rankings. Let me see real fast what Brugler wrote about the Lions draft, just so we can give you uh, that right here on Lockdown Lions. He said, favorite pick is Brian Branch. We can debate the value of where each player was drafted, quote, but it's hard to dislike the collection of players Alliance added. I love Jameer Gibbs, but my favorite value was Branch in the mid-second round. Though he doesn't have ideal size, 190 pounds or speed, 458, Branch's tape shows a damn good football player, especially as a nickel. It'll be interesting to see how the Lions align their defensive backs. Day three pick who could surprise, Colby, uh, Colby Sorsdell, the uh, big guard tackle from William & Mary. Uh... Heard from multiple teams how well he interviewed and how his football character would resonate with coaches. No mystery why he landed in Detroit. So that's good. Again, the Lions got some ball, ba- baseball players, some football players, big time. Hendon Hooker again, you know, I just, I, I, lo- I love him. I think he fits the culture here. I think he's a team guy. The talent level is really good he's improved i know he's off a torn acl i know he's 25 but 
We've been barking for years about the Lions getting a developmental quarterback, and that's what they did. They got him in the third round. I think it's good value. He's not going to play this year. They might not even sign an, another veteran. They might be done. or they might. I'm saying they, they might not be done. Maybe they'll go get Teddy Bridgewater and Hooker sits for a year. But there's potential there. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, anybody see the video? So the Lions put out a video of the players arriving. Gibbs and Jack Campbell on private jet. They land. And they come into the facility and they meet everybody and they're hugging Brad Holmes and they're hugging Dan Campbell. And then there's this shot in the video of Jameer Gibbs, the newest Detroit Lion, hugging Rod Wood. Gives him the handshake first, then they hug it out. 2-2-2, two, 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 baby. You saw a lot of Rod Wood on those videos, didn't you? Sitting right there next to Brad Holmes. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Why? Why is he sitting there? Because he's friends with the Fords? It's amazing. It's amazing. I know he's a team president. I get that. He's putting on good things at Ford Field. He put the Wi-Fi in. He did all sorts of things. But hugging the players. I, I love that. Um, all right. Coming up next, UDFAs. Three of them that I like that the Lions picked up. Undrafted free agents. We'll uh, give you those names next. All right, so the Lions were busy on Saturday evening after the draft, which, by the way, the draft, could they slice the draft down to like six rounds? That seventh round is just painful to watch. Um, and the Lions got on the phones, and they got themselves some UDFAs, some players that were not drafted. And remember, the Lions have had some success with undrafted free agents like Jerry Jacobs and others. Um, three guys, three names that I really like. Number one, uh, Mo Ibrahim. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Did you watch Big Ten football for the last, like, seven years? It seems like Mo Ibrahim was at Minnesota for seven years. The guy's a stud. He's a really good running back. I love that pickup. I can't believe he wasn't drafted. 1,600 yards last year. Hits the holes. Is tough. Barrels over people. Just a workhorse. Mo Ibrahim. Coming to the Lions. I love that. Love that pick pickup. Uh, number two, from Cransbrook, Kingswood, here in Detroit. Well, not Detroit, but West Bloomfield, Bloomfield Hills. Chris Smith, the defensive tackle from Notre Dame. Good player, 6'1", you know, not huge per se, but started his career at Harvard. He was all Ivy League. Got a chance for his fifth year to transfer to Notre Dame and contribute. And he's gotten better every year. And he's a local guy that I think has a chance to be a practice squad D tackle and somebody that's just tough on goal line. He was good. I like Chris Smith. I like that pickup and I love the Cranbrook uh, connection and the Detroit connection. He gets to stay home. So that pick I, I thought was good. And I want you to watch Connor Galvin, the big left tackle from Baylor. Two years ago, he was the big 12 lineman of the year at Baylor. Good football player, good guy. Um, you know, played in a very good conference, played on, on some very good Baylor teams, and I think can stick for sure. And uh, the Lions worked hard to get him uh, into Detroit. I know that was a uh, uh, Brandon Sosna move as well, getting uh, Connor Galvin in. That's what I was told. So, look, 
can never have enough depth. The Lions have had some shakiness at backup tackle the last couple of years. We know Matt Nelson is coming back, but uh, nothing wrong with getting the best lineman that the Big 12 had two years ago. Didn't have as good of a year last year, but started 50 games at Baylor. Uh, Connor Galvin, that was another one that I liked. All right, Brad Spielberger from PFF tomorrow. We're working on Jim Nagy for later on this week as well. Thanks to our everydayers, your team every day, Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Back again tomorrow.